Last week, we kicked off this series called Unwrapped. And we are in week, week two. Everybody say unwrapped. unwrapped. Everybody say it again. Unwrapped. unwrapped. And um, so the thought behind this series is, what if this Christmas, the greatest gift you unwrapped is you? What if the greatest gift you unwrapped is you? What if the greatest gift, not not like a, a thing, but but what what it, what God has placed inside of you to unwrap to the world? The gift that He's given you to unwrap to the world. See, God has a plan for every single one of us, and He wants to be uh, to use us. To be a gift to the people around us, to the world around us, to the school around us, to the home around us, to the job around us. And and not just gifts from the world, but a gift to the world. See, God wants us to use our gifts to be maybe even an answer to someone's prayer. How many guys in this room, like you could really say, like someone has been an answer to your prayer before? Yeah, there's several of us in here. That God has used someone to be an answer to our prayer. So maybe the question is tonight, how do we get unwrapped? So if you were here last Wednesday, we kicked off. Um, we talked about the first thing we talked about. We talked uh, when we talked about unwrapped. We talked about the first thing is we have a gift, and we talked about First Peter four ten is that God has given each of you a gift from His great variety. It means that there's not just one. It means there's not just a couple. He says there's a great variety of spiritual gifts. And then he says, use them well to serve one another. Someone in this room say, I have a gift. So the three things we talked about last week was you have a gift. Use your gift. You remember the last one? Okay, it's on the screen. So your gift is not about you. So, so for most of us, here's what happens. Life happens to us. But it's time to really believe and really to know and really take a hold of that we are supposed to happen to life. We don't just take life as it comes to us. We take charge and we go after life. We go after the gut plan that God's put in front of us and we run after it. So we happen to life. Life doesn't just happen to us. We are all, every single one of us are created with a purpose. You are no accident. No person in this room, no person created is an accident. You are somebody who is supposed to make an impact. The sad thing is that most of us will live this life and never make an impact. Not because God didn't give us the ability. He's given every single one of us the ability. But because we never choose to use the giftings that he's given us and allowed him to use us. See, I don't want, as a youth pastor here at Emerge, I don't want to lead a student ministry that's wrapped up. That's just tied up. That's not going anywhere. That's wrapped up in ourselves, who doesn't care about the community around us, who doesn't care about the other people in this room. I don't want to be a part of a group like that. And I don't think you do either. I want to be a part, I, I don't want to be a part of a group that's wrapped up in comparison or wrapped up in sin. It's time to be unwrapped. So how are we going to begin to be unwrapped? And, and maybe the first thing I thought about was this. Um, maybe for a lot of us in this room, you just need permission. Maybe all you need is, is permission. So let me give you tonight permission. Maybe uh, tonight, every single one of us, you in this room, you have permission to start using your gift. I give you permission, like I'm the permission giver. 
But I need you to know you have permission to use your gift. That, that, that's what you need to know tonight. Maybe the, the thing you need to know tonight is that my gift is worth investing in. Your gift is worth investing in. See, God's placed a gift inside of every single one of you. And, and its intent is not to stay wrapped up. Its intent is to be unwrapped. Y- your gift is worth investing in. See, we've got people in this room who are amazing at communication. But you don't talk to anyone. There, there's, there are writers and authors in this room. But you never pick up your notebook to write anything down. You don't t- spend time developing that gift. There are people in this room that are gifted in encouragement. But you live your life so discouraged that you won't use your gift. See, the world that will tell you that if, if your gift isn't dribbling a basketball down the court, then it, or, or if your gift isn't singing solos, if your gift isn't, isn't creativity and, and writing the best captions for your Instagram stories, then that, that's what the world will tell you that your gift is supposed to be for everyone to see and for this great, wonderful, solo, look-at-me gift. See, I believe we're in a room with some of the most gifted people in the world. In art, in fashion, in music. Some people that have, have a knack for seeing details. Some people call that OCD. Anybody in this room think you say you have OCD? Um, God may call that your gift. Listen, God may call that your gift. See, a lot of us judge our gift or even others by their undeveloped gifts. Or, or their gifts in an undeveloped state. How many of you guys, you would look at a three-year-old child and judge them on the way that they mess up? Like, I, I've, got, I've got a five-year-old. His name's Jet Calvin. He's, he's, he's basically a genius. He is Jet the Amazing. And so, but, he, but here's the deal. Um, he's no normal, just five-year-old. Like, he, he's a genius. But if I, if I, if I judged him... On his undeveloped gifts, he's a failure. If I judged him by that, he's a total failure. He doesn't eat all of his food. He's wiping his own butt, but he's not doing that great of a job. Um, His diet consists of fruit snacks. Like, if I didn't take my five-year-old, if I didn't take someone with undeveloped gifts... And just leave them be and doing nothing with him and didn't speak life into him. What would he be? His gift is undeveloped, but it's worth investing in. See, we've got so many students who who are in this paralyzed position in life. Like, uh, uh, I go to school. I work this job. I go home. I watch Netflix. Chill. I see that cute couple. Like. Like we're paralyzed by life. Like we just go through life with no purpose. That's what we do. Like I, I, know, I know you go to school. But do you go to school with a purpose? I know a lot of you guys have jobs, but do you go to your job with a purpose? 
I, I, I could tell you, I could tell you guys probably most of the rappers that you like. But do you have a purpose? I, I know you like fashion, but do you have a purpose? See, we're, in, we're just in this mode of just playing it safe, of being just like everyone else, never stepping out, never doing something different. We're so afraid. Listen, like when I made this goal uh, for our student ministry to give $10,000 to Speed the Light, that was a huge step because last year, we only gave about 5500 5500 So for us to take an almost $5,000 leap in the next year to try to give towards Speed the Light, I was afraid of doing that. I was scared of saying, hey, this is what we're going to do as a group, and this is how we're going to... I was scared to do that. I was scared to jump out and make that bold claim and that bold statement. I didn't, play it, I didn't want to play it safe. And look at what God did. Because we stepped out. We're, we're, as of right before our offering, we were $104 and some change from reaching that goal. Johnny just gave me a thumbs up. I, we must have reached our goal tonight. Hey, come on. Can we celebrate that? That's awesome. Um, but $10,000, that's a lot of money. That could go for a lot of places. That could do a lot of things. You could buy a lot of you guys a car. Maybe not a super fancy one, but it could be one. But God, but here's the deal. Here's what you need to know. Listen, listen. God will bless you when you step out for his purpose. When you step out for to give him glory and to, give, and he, to use your gifts through that. And here's the deal. You don't have to have it all figured out right now. Like I, I remember when I was your age, same age of a lot of you guys. And I had no idea. I didn't even have a plan for me, let alone know what God's plan for me was. I had no idea what I wanted to do with life, with with my life or, or God's plan. But I want to let you know that tonight you are worth investing in. See, God's placed uh, in you. He's placed his worth in you. And, and, and t- tonight, I want to encourage you to invest that gift, to begin to use that gift. God has placed in you, is worth, uh, the gift that he's given to you is worth going to school for that. It's worth you getting a mentor for that. It's worth you starting to try. And if you trust God tonight, and I hopefully a lot of you guys in this room trust him, then you'll at least give it a try. Like, have you guys ever met someone who's like super gifted? Like, they're like, oh, you're so talented, you're so gifted, you're so amazing at everything, and you're good looking to top it all off? I hate you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, there's those people like who are super gifted, super talented, and, and they, they seem like they, they can do it all. Like, how many of you guys have seen the movie uh, The Little Mermaid? Like, it's a classic. Like, if you have, if my daughter, like, I've seen it. I've even seen Grace play the part of the Little Mermaid in a play one time. Um, but I wish, I wish that sometime, I wish, like, I was like Ursula in The Little Mermaid. That I could just pull the gift out of someone. Sing for me. Uh, 
good. Like, and I'm just, that's my gift. I want to sing like that. Like, I wish I was like that. It's like, you, you are so gifted. Uh, give me that gift. I can't sing at all. And like, I, but I wish I could. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and if you could transfer someone's gifts to you, it's not possible. God has given the gifts he's given you for a reason. But here's the deal. You may feel that about somebody else. You may feel that way about someone else's gifts. But I want to let you know that someone else feels that way about your gifts. Someone else feels that way about you. And here's, the, here's the, what I want you to know tonight. And I, and I don't have a whole lot of points here tonight. But here's what I want you to know. That my gift is different. God, for every single one of us in this room, God has given each and every one of us a different gift. A different gift. In a world of extremes, but altogether sameness, that's, that's what culture tells us. You either have to be this like extreme, crazy person to stand out from the crowd, or you have to be the same as everybody else. But God celebrates diversity in gifts. He said, you're gifted this way, you're gifted this way, you're gifted this way, and we're all gifted in different ways. See, everybody is not supposed to be on the platform. That's not everyone's gift. We, what we've done is we, we've glorified the platform. We've glorified that stage gift. But God is saying, no, I, I need some of you to prophesy. I need some of you to serve. I need some of you to be apostles and start going out into the community, into your schools. See, God loved diversity in gifts. Somebody say, my gift is different. Let's all try that again. My gift is different. different. Now look at the person right next to you. Look at them in the face and say, my gift is needed. Now I want you to take it to another level. Look Look at them again and say, my gift is special. Now look at the person on the other side. Look him right in the face. We're going to level up two more times. I want you to say, my gift makes us better. So I want you to look at this. If you brought, if you brought your Bible tonight, we're in the book of Romans 12. We're going to start in verse 4. And, uh, and I'm going to read this. It says this. Listen, it's going to be on the screen if you didn't bring your Bible. It says, just as our bodies have many parts... And each part has a special special function. So it is with Christ's body. And I want to tell you tonight, if you call yourself a follower of Jesus, then you are called the body of Christ. We fit together. We function together. We work together. That's how it's supposed to be. And so he says, so it is with the body of Christ. We are many parts of one body. And we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us what? No, no, no. In His grace, God has given us what? Different gifts. Listen. For doing certain things well. Thank you for jumping out there, though. That was good. No, no, no. That's good. But if you're a follower of Jesus, listen. If you're a follower of Jesus, we're called the body of Christ. And and if you keep yourself just wrapped up, not using your gifts, not stepping out for the glory of God... It's making all of us weaker. It's making the body weaker. 
It's making all of us suffer. You're making all... This sounds bad, but you're making all of us worse if you won't develop what God's given you. See, if my hand... If it decided to stop working, and if it was just like they like quit working, it it would be a disabled member of my body. It, it wouldn't function with my body. Let me let me ask you guys. Those of you guys have been around church for a while, or, or Christians for a while. What's the body of Christ look like? See a, a bunch of people with special functions that are not working together and not developing to build the greater kingdom. Let's go back and look at some more of that scripture, Romans 12. It says this. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, you better teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, boy, you better be encouraging. If your gift is giving, give generously. If you have given, if God has given you a leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. See, a bunch of these in here aren't even difficult gifts. A lot of the things aren't difficult to even do. Can you show kindness? That's, that's not too hard to do. See, Paul, what he's doing here, he's going on a rant. Have you ever had your, your mom ever gone on a rant on you? And you're just like, you just can't sink back into your chair far enough. Paul's going on a rant to these people here. Whoa. I don't know. So here's what's happening. Paul is going on a rant. Everybody come back in here. All right. Paul's going on a rant here. And, and what he's doing, he's, he's going around, he's like, I can't stand all of these people sitting here not using their gifts. Can you serve? You serve well. Can you teach? You teach. Can you encourage? Do it. Can you give generously? Do it. Can you be kind? Do it. See, maybe tonight I, I, I'm a little bit... Uh, maybe on a little bit of a rant too, but can you love? Do it. Can you help? Do it. Can you serve? Do it. By the way, Pastor John, let me know that there's a lot of you guys who have stopped serving in kids area. If you can serve, do it. Can you sing? Do it. Can you play? Do it. Can you organize? Do it. Because God cannot unwrap what you're unwilling to develop. He won't unwrap what you're unwilling to develop. Jess, could you play some music? See, your gift is to help complete, not to compete. It's to help, to, to help complete the kingdom of God, not compete with everyone in the kingdom of God. See, if my hand is mad at my foot... Because my foot gets to touch the ground all the time. I would be having war within my body. See, your gift is worth investing in. 
Your gift is potential. Potential, potential is a great thing, but, but it's a terrible thing if it's never developed. See, potential is what somebody else sees in me if I would just do it. See, if someone comes to you and says, wow, you are so full of potential, you should be scared. See, this whole time I've been standing up here tonight, um, I've had this gift in my pocket that somebody gave me. Um, and this is, how, this is how God gives us our gifts. This is how he gives us our gifts. Someone gave me this gift, but if I leave this gift right here and, and do nothing with it, it's worthless. It's got great potential, but it's worthless. But God says, if you'll just invest in your gift. <laughs> it, see, it, it's already more than what it's ever been before. If you'll just invest in your gift, because I put my breath, my energy, my activity, my sacrifice into my gift. See, God is like, uh, why don't you step out, you get a mentor. Step out, get a teacher. Step out, get someone to help you grow in your faith. Why don't you find some place to serve? Why don't you encourage others? See, what happens when you begin to invest your gift? See, it's hard to bury a gift that's been developed. If I try to hide this gift, you're going to be like, what's the growth under your armpit? That's so weird. It, you can't hide it. You can't hide the gift, a gift that's been developed. This is, this is why, this is why um, people pick people who are gifted. Even when they try to hide their gift, you can still see it. You cannot hide a developed gift. My, my guy over here, Cole, Kelly, like last year for Christmas, did you get your base last year for Christmas? Or was it two years ago? Two years ago for Christmas. He's been taking base lessons for over a, over a year now. Last week, he stepped up on that stage for the first time and killed it. Did an awesome job. See, he, he, could, be, he could have that gift the whole time of playing the bass. But if he never developed it, he never began to use it, never began to function in that, he would just have a greatly developed gift that would just be hanging out right here. I've got this gift, but I'm not going to share it with anybody. I've got these gifts and these abilities, but I'm not going to use them for the kingdom of God. And so what happens is that it starts to go. Your gift is worth investing in. it, But it, it's so easy to stop and to hide what's undeveloped. God wants to unwrap you this Christmas and he wants to invest in your gifts. 